Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight, hour number three, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. For a second there, it looked like Mookie Betts might have made a, yeah. some significant yeah, contact. The, 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 this juice. kid Wilson's throwing him over the middle. So, uh, you know, kind of like Robbie Ray did earlier today, but we won't bring up that <laughs> painful on. memory. That was, uh, that, was uh, that, that was that was like two dozen meatballs, it felt like. A nice was, big pitch there. It was a tough one from uh, my man Robbie Ray. Uh, Jason Bateman uh, wanting yeah. him to uh, go ahead and clear the bases here. Yeah, well, he might be able to. Mookie Betts is at the dish. Bases juiced, and looks like he's going to go. Yeah, he, he, ch- he chased that one. That was high and, and, and in the zone. Padres uh, only going to give up a couple runs this inning, so now uh, five to nothing here. And and man, uh, you know you don't want to make snap judgments because we'd often that's the thing that you don't want to do as a sports better mm-hmm. is be a, a POTM mm-hmm. prisoner of the moment. But you know we were kind of talking during the break. It's like man, this feels like this could be a very short series. Dodgers uh, look good based man. on based on that. But it is going to be uh, uh, their guy, you Darvish, going tomorrow, and uh, you'd expect uh, you know Blake Snell perhaps in Game Three, Joe Musgrove in Game Four if it can get there. Uh, yeah, I think this is just uh, the the Dodgers are just an overwhelming team. Yeah, they're an overwhelming yeah. team, and there's not a. Whole it's almost lot. like they won 111 games this year, and the, there were record. there were there were so many games they were down too, and it's like 
you know, yeah, for, li- for live betting this year, if you were up late uh, and uh, betting these games, you made a pretty penny on the Dodgers this year. Well, we're at first intermission on the ice between the Vegas Golden Knights and the L.A. Kings. Kings lead at one nothing. Uh, right now, the Kings minus 205 on the money line. Mm-hmm. Golden Knights plus 165. Totals at five and a half. Juice toward the under. Minus 125 here. Uh, do you have any interest in getting involved with this game here as we're sitting well, in the first intermission? You know, looking at this, uh, I, one thing I will say, the, the Knights have really brought a lot more of the pressure, a 16 to uh, 7 shots on goal advantage, but Jonathan Quick has been up to the task, stopping all 16 of the shots here in the first period. But that's a, that's a lot of traffic. And, I, you know, I'm curious, too, about the Knights, you know, how this team is going to be offensively because – they had a lot of weapons on paper, but they had trouble scoring goals. Yeah. And they had trouble, you know, when when they weren't able to score early, they had trouble defensively. I think Bruce Cassidy certainly is an upgrade over Peter DeBoer from that perspective. But one of the criticisms of Bruce Cassidy is that they didn't score enough goals in Boston, and that's why he's no longer the coach of the Bees uh, up there in, in New England. But, uh, you know, a lot of shots here in the first period for, for VGK and uh, – I, I, I like their defensemen this year. I, I will say that, uh, you know, Martinez back healthy, the former king, I think is very good for the uh, Golden Knights. Petrangelo and Theodore, we know that they've been outstanding ever since they mm-hmm. have been here. So uh, I'm interested to see. I mean, you know, they had to give up Pacioretty because of the uh, the salary cap and whatnot because they were really in cap hell. But you got to get some guys. Jack Eichel, by the way, very good in that first period. Three shots. Riley Smith, also three shots. They're on that front, uh, that first line there with uh, Kessel and also uh, the new acquisition from the uh, Coyotes, who kind of spent like three years in purgatory yeah. down there in Arizona. But Phil Kessel uh, trying to attach on to a winner here at the end of his career. But, you know, Wild Bill's got to be a little bit better. He's one of my favorite players here locally. Wild Bill Carlson, uh, disappointing <laughs> season. Uh, March or so, a couple shots in the first period, but nevertheless, the Golden Knights trail one nothing. Maybe at five, juice to the over, I'd be interested on a total, but that's the thing with the NHL. Like, this can happen at any moment. You feel like, oh, God, you know, if you're not a regular hockey watcher, like, oh, this game's so dull, there's just nothing going on. Then all of a sudden, bip, and, and it's right there. So, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to – I'm going to be learning a little bit about in-game yeah, hockey betting because I only far, really man. do that during the playoffs – to, to, to be honest with you, because the prices are a little bit tighter. Teams can be a little bit more conservative uh, sometimes. So that's going to be something that will be interesting to do for the next few months. Well, we, we have a three-way money line price for the second period over at DraftKings. Vegas Golden Knights plus 140, the LA Kings plus 180, and then the draw is plus 225. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also let me explain this bet too. The tie-no bet, that's only a two-way line. Mm-hmm. So, like, if this is tied at the end of regulation, then, you know, it's a, re- it's a, it's a refund. Then, then it's a no bet, since the phrase tie-no bet. But one thing to also point out with hockey as well, this money line, of course, if you're betting like the straight money line that you see on the screen, side and total, the straight money line, that obviously includes the extra period, the extra when they go four on four in overtime, then they, mm-hmm. when they go to the shootout. But you can also bet in regulation. If you see it, your book in 60, that yep. means in regulation. Usually you're like laying not necessarily a money line, but it essentially is the same thing, but you got to win it in those 60 minutes. So if you bet in regulation and you're tied at the end, obviously it's decided by an OT and a shootout, you do you not lose. win that wager. So, But that is a way, especially 
I see a lot of betters do that, like when they're attacking big favorites. And uh, I'll just look at tomorrow's games and kind of give an example. Let me see. Because right now on that 60-minute line, the Kings are minus 130. Yeah. If you're confident that the Kings can get this thing done, then uh, you go ahead and take that minus 130. Like like I I look tomorrow, and there's a a couple big favorites, by the way. Uh, And and that's one thing I want to circle back to what Andy McNeil said you are going to see at some point four and five dollar favorites in the NHL, which you never used it's to wild. see. Like even the bad teams that might be like okay minus two fifty or three dollars, but look, opening night here, Colorado Avalanche, uh, well over four dollars, four and a quarter to Oof. be exact, over the Chicago Blackhawks. So now with something like that, I mean, you're going to have to look at the puck line, and the puck line obviously works the same as the run line. Minus one and a half, plus one and a half goals. Like even to lay a puck and a half with the uh, Colorado Avalanche, you got to lay a dollar fifty-five. <laughs> that 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 is just massive. Uh, so you know, look for some of these. You know, and I'm not, maybe not the big favorites. That's not the best example. Like Colorado and Chicago tomorrow, or the uh, Maple Leafs. By the way, a lot of expectation for the Leafs. You know, can they win a series first? I mean, they're so living and dying up there in Toronto just to you know get back because they got a lot of talent. They're one of the favorites to win the cup. This this year, but you know, got to crawl before you can walk. Uh, they got beaten seven by Tampa Bay last year, but they are huge favorites tomorrow over the Montreal Canadiens. You're kind of down there in the power rating, so minus 260. So you will see on some of these big favorites, not something maybe ridiculous like that Colorado price tomorrow against Chicago, yeah. but where they'll lay it. Like uh, Edmonton, I think, is about $2 over Vancouver. You know, look and see what they are in 60 minutes, and you can lay a lot of, ju- and you know, you can lay extra juice. You obviously don't have the safety of the extra period, but that is, you know, another way to bet. And, and that's, I think if this is a new sport to you, that's what you've got to learn a little bit. And I don't, you know, go right into betting all these exotics, but, you know, at least know what they are and at least understand how they work uh, before you jump in. But there's a lot of different ways to bet these things. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice there. Just looking and we did it with baseball mm-hmm. with attacking the team total and all that stuff. Cause we did, Nobody wants to lay minus two fifty on a, on a given game, and now sometimes there's betters that believe that you should do that in case there's right. some sort of an edge. But I I think looking at the derivative markets and looking at some of those markets to where you can find other creative ways to bet on that team to do good, mm-hmm. like you can do that in baseball, you can do that in yeah. hockey as well. Yeah, all, also another way to do it too if you don't like to necessarily bet a big favor, and this is something I've seen. You know, a lot of experience and sharper hockey bettors uh, do that I've learned to follow a little bit is team total. Yep. You know, team total. Now, now some of these team totals are going to be absolutely huge. Like you look at the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I think I'm seeing at a couple uh, notable uh, faraway places. Four and a half juice to the under minus 155. So obviously there's a plus number on taking over four and a half. But that's also a way to bet some of these teams that, you know, where you can still win your bet and the team, you know, loses. You know, you can get a big favorite that loses and you can still go over that team total in cash. So that's another option I think looking for. And that's something I'm going to try to do a little bit more in hockey this year. That's a good way to go about that as we learn this hockey extravaganza. Uh, Baseball's going on. We'll talk actually some NFL as well later on in this hour to recap some of the week six, I believe it was, or week five. Week five. I'm, I'm I know, losing track. I know, I know. Uh, they're I co- they're going week, so week, fast. Week five is what we just got yeah, done week, yesterday. Week, week six, uh, starting on up. Thursday with yes, the uh, clash of the Titans between the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. Playoff implications on Thursday night. We'll discuss that come Thursday. But uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a recap of the week five live betting swings that we saw 
Uh, not as many as the previous weeks, but still some that were out there that I think could present some good strategies going forward based on how these teams are playing in the NFL. But right now at Dodger Stadium, Julio Urias is just kind of cruising along. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, facing Soto, facing Machado, just going through those guys right now, top of the fourth, two outs. Boy, now, the, I mean, this looks like the, this looks like the regular season when the Padres just got absolutely smashed. Yeah. And this is a good baseball team, but you know, <laughs> when you're good. when you're in a division where a team's winning what 115 games on the season, and I think it was 109 to 47 was the combined score in the 19 games that the Dodgers and the Padres uh, played this season. So even with the familiarity between these two teams. And that's what you're getting because, you know, these uh, this is a series where they're in the same division. Same with Phillies and Braves. Same, of course, with uh, Mariners and Astros. But Dodgers just have these guys' number, man. <laughs> I was yeah. seeing a lot of run line. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty public or square bet. But those win sometimes. And uh, this looks like it is on the way to Ooh. doing so. But that's just foul. That is going to hook foul yeah. down the left field line. That was a uh, deep fly there by Brandon Drury. Uh, nevertheless, Julio Urias uh, just one strike away from getting through four innings at 53 pitches. <laughs> 13 pitches an inning from your starter. You'll take that every yeah. single time. Most definitely will. I'm looking at the run line right now. Dodgers are laying six and a half as if it's a football game. Mm-hmm. Six and a half. We're now five, down to five and a half now, minus 140. Padres plus five and a half, plus 110. Yeah. They're on the run line. So I, it's, not, it's not something that I would get involved with. Right. Just based on what I've seen so far, and that Dodger lineup continues to attack runs on top of runs. But the live total now sitting at nine and a half. Padres, if you're a believer in the Friars, 16 to 1 on the money line over at DraftKings. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Don't go away. We got more on the other side. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NASCAR playoffs are in full swing, and it's time to see all your favorite drivers in fabulous Las Vegas. The South Point 400 is this weekend, October 14th through the 16th at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. VEASAN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race, and he will also broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff. Before the action on the track, come down to the South Point Hotel and Casino on Thursday, October 13th to see the Budweiser Clydesdales and meet Mark Martin and his inaugural Las Vegas 400 winning car. Also, special appearances by Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas native Noah Gragson. The South Point also has room and ticket packages available as well. For more information, head to southpointcasino.com. That'll be a lot of fun out mm-hmm. here this weekend in Las Vegas. Uh, the the Clydesdales, yeah. Wes, I've never uh, I've never seen them in person, only on like Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun. Kelly Bidlin will be down there uh, oh, uh, yeah. shooting a video, and uh, Isaiah Wrinkle, our resident NASCAR yeah. fan, uh, part of uh, Beeson South down there at the South Point in the mornings. Uh, you mentioned uh, Noah Gragson, a little trivia that I actually I actually didn't know until mm. Brennan Gone explained it to me. Noah Gragson's great grandfather, and he's a uh, driver in the Xfinity series, which is the series just below the Cup series. His uh, great-grandfather, Oren Gragson, was the longest-serving mayor in Las Vegas history. Wow. And then the kid, Riley Herbst, that you saw on the graphic, that is part of the uh, terrible Herbst family, if you've seen those convenience stores and gas stations out here. So uh, that's how you get the money to go uh, stock car racing. That's (laughs) a way to do it. I get my uh, car washed over at Terribles. (laughs) So shout-out to them. Uh, you learn you learn something new every night. That's what we're trying to That's do a, here. Exactly, not just betting, but also some, random some, trivia some random that Las you'll Vegas forget trivia. in about five minutes. Hey, but you know, it's, you, you can go ahead and, and write these notes down. Go to a bar mm. and press somebody. Uh, like, they're and, uh, they're like, Wes, you, you know a lot. I know a lot about nothing. <laughs> I know a lot about meaningless things in life. You know a lot about betting, which is a lot of fun uh, for us here on the show. As you've uh, 
cleaned the board here tonight with the Rangers money line from earlier tonight, and also Yankees Guardians under seven runs, and then went ahead and got the uh, the first five team total over on the Dodgers two and a half. Got that in the pocket after I went ahead and picked a loser with the Guardians money line. So it's a three and one night for us here on the show. We'll right take now. it. We will definitely take three and ones if we can keep stacking seventy five percent. That's that's where we want to be, to say the least. Yeah, no question. <laughs> betting. Uh, but right now, Freddie Freeman at the plate for the Dodgers, bottom fourth. Uh, they lead it 5 nothing, One out to go as he's facing a 1-1 count right now. Let me take a look at Freddie Freeman. The exact result here in play out west is plus 140. Walk hit by pitch plus 255. Strikeout plus 390. Home run seventeen to one, single mm-hmm. six to one, same as double seventeen to what, one. What did well. you say the uh, Padres price was? Oh goodness, the Padres price is seventeen to one. Yeah, uh, uh, here's what you're bucking if you want to take the uh, San Diego Padres tonight: a forty-six and one postseason history for the Los Angeles Dodgers when uh, leading by five or more runs. So I wonder if we got the Chiron mm. jinx on the broadcast. Though, I was going to say whenever that happens, like. This guy is 56 of 56 on X or his last extra points, and then doink <laughs> right off the right upright. It seems to always happen. It's the never have they ever lost a game. Yes. When they're doing, and it's like, all right, let's go. Never ahead. say never. I'm saying never, and then it happens. Put a little something on Padres money line. <laughs> I will not be doing that. No. You know what? Crazier things no, have happened. We'll, There's still a lot of baseball. We'll pass on that. We'll let somebody else enjoy the uh, riches of that victory when it likely doesn't happen. <laughs> still a lot of baseball left. Here, the Dodgers are minus 9,000 on the, on the money line over at DraftKings. Total, though, 8.5. There, there is a little intrigue with the total, maybe. Mm-hmm. They'll see what that happens with that. If the Padres can kind of just go ahead and kind of punt the game and maybe put some relief. I know. Out the there the crowd's really just need. filing in at Dodger Stadium. I, 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 I kid Dodger fans. Uh, they're just filing in. Oh, 5 nothing. We, yeah. we can go ahead and leave. Yeah. We'll, stay, we'll stay until the top of the six. You can't make fun of those L.A. people there. You know, they can't make fun we, of the We have a VGK goal. Uh, yeah, jo- Marchi, go. Jonathan Marcheseau with the equalizer here. Uh, leads it. to a three-on-one. Uh, uh, bad change, uh, by the way, for the Los Angeles Kings. And, you know, that's hockey. You know, you time a, a line change. And uh, Carlson and Marcheseau basically play pitch and catch here. And Marcheseau buries it in the back of the net. Now one apiece out at the Crypto.com arena. Marcheseau plus 210 to score over at DraftKings. With the total, though, Wes, being 6.5 minus 125 on the over minus 105 on the under. This game is yeah. It's probably going to go over and I know we were looking mm-hmm. for that 5 spot yeah. that never showed. Yeah, but, but I mean, look, it's... this early in the season, I know everybody's excited yeah. whenever you get a new season whether it's NHL or the NBA starting in a couple weeks. Uh so everybody, you know, gets excited, but sometimes, you know, you wait a little bit and mm-hmm. you know before you jump in, but now minus 115 a piece both ways on the money line. You want to go regulation, VGK plus 165, 145 on LA Kings, plus 250 on the draw. So that's a 60-minute line. If you do a three-way line, obviously very similar to soccer. Of course, uh, we had some UEFA Champions League earlier today, and we'll have some more tomorrow. So, uh, you know, that's something I like to bet. I think a lot of bettors like to bet those draws, you know, with with those low-scoring teams. So uh, Wait till the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, hopefully that doesn't get buried, though, in the NFL season, but nevertheless. 
No, it's not. It's not gonna be buried on my uh, no my, uh, sports. No, hour. not That's not at all. I mean, uh, <laughs> once our, every four years, our, our, our sleep might be buried. Yeah, uh, that is very sleeping true. properly will be a distant memory when yeah. that starts in November. Yeah, you see me coming in with bloodshot eyes. It's not because I was out late. Mm-hmm. It was because I was up early watching some some damn soccer games. Yes, <laughs> the World Cup over in uh, Qatar. Uh, shout out to Doha. But uh, right now, one-one in the second period. Is it? By the way, is it cut? Is it Qatar? Or is it Cutter? So I've heard both, and during the World Cup draw ceremony, I was hearing Qatar mm-hmm. is what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So I think Qatar might be the actual okay. official one. Because, I but, mean, look, I believe when in the Rome do as the Romans do, if you want to pronounce that way. 100%. You know, that's kind of what I do. Uh, that's a little debate here at VEASAN when we get the uh, Open Championship golf this summer, and I call it mm-hmm. the Open Championship. And you, It's the British Open. Like, it's what? AP Tsao. It's yeah. a British Open. And him and Bill AD uh, ganged up on me for my point. But I stood my ground. I said, there look, this is what they want. They want it called the Open want, Championship. Yeah, so I'm going to honor and respect their tradition. Yeah. The, I mean, they have the Open Championship, is that's what they call it. That's what I call yes. it. Yes. You know? Mama Mama I'm going to call him Clay. Yes. Exactly. Like the word. We're, now we're starting to get in <laughs> each other's we're too, thoughts. We're doing too many shows We're together. finishing each other's <laughs> sentences like a married couple. It's only the beginning. <laughs> it's only the beginning. Uh, as right now, VGK on the power play. So they scored the goal. Now they're on the power play here. Uh, they have 153 left to go in there. The Vegas Golden Knights at minus 115. Would you get involved with them right now? I mean, Well, now they're I minus think, 140. Yeah, well, there you go. Because they, they the just uh, go on the uh, power play here. So uh, 17 minutes. I mean, still very early in the second time. period. A lot of time left here for uh, for VG. Knights, by the way, and I mentioned that like in our breakdown of the game, they I think they were 25th in the league on the power play last year. Mm. This has got to be better, and uh, that uh, is uh, saved easily by Jonathan Quick. Uh, and that's the guy, Jack Eichel, who attempted the shot. Yeah. He, he's got to be better. I know when he came in, the trade from the Buffalo Sabres, uh, former top pick, a lot was expected of him. Mark Stone, the leader of the team, pretty much the most consistent scorer they mm-hmm. have. But BGK, you know, they're going a lot. I mean, they did bring in Kessel, but they didn't really bring in that big score, you know, like they did a couple years ago when they first traded for Pacioretty, uh, getting him from the Montreal Canadiens. Pacioretty, Patch is going to start the season in Carolina. I believe they get underway tomorrow. They're certainly a contender in the Eastern Conference. You know, this VGK power play thing, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up, because I almost think that that's something that we should be keeping an eye on tonight, just to see if, mm-hmm. just to see if they've kind of made some of those improvements. Right, twenty fifth in the league in power play. That's not where you want to be if you want to be a good team. Mm-hmm. If you're not good against, if you're not good on the power play, is that a team that you look to maybe fade in game? Because even if they end up getting into a power play situation, they're not going to be able to really take yeah, advantage. Yeah, well, I think once you get like a sample size, because you know you don't want to say. Hey, it's five games and they're not good on no. the power play. But once you get, you know, once we get into like December and we've had 20 to 25 games, it's a kind of the same thing with the NBA. Once you know like what the rotations, because early on, you're probably going to see these coaches like play a lot more guys. And, and then, you know, once we, you get to Christmas time and it's like, okay, we now we know what our rotation is. But yeah, this is what, you know, Vegas has got to do. They had trouble scoring not only on the power play, 25th in the power play, but 15 in terms of even strength that is dead uh, right in the middle of the league. And, uh, you know, part of that, too, was the fact that Stone and Pacioretty weren't healthy. Uh, they did they played fewer than 40 games. So is that the offense is going to, you know, bounce back this year? Or 
is it maybe there's something wrong uh, with the offense? Uh, certainly they bring in a more defensive-oriented coach with Bruce Cassidy. And the defensive-oriented coach, that makes me almost wonder, I'm like, are they going to fix those right. issues? <laughs> or are they going to try to grind games? Because that's exactly. why Bruce Cassidy, who is an outstanding coach, by the way, but that's why he's not in Boston Ooh. anymore because they weren't scoring a lot of goals, and they certainly had the offensive talent up in Beantown. We'll see how it plays out for the folks here in Las Vegas. If they like a grinded out style of hockey, or if they prefer uh, mm-hmm. some some skating around. Yeah, and, I know uh, they like it if it's winning hockey. That is true. The, the, the beautiful style of play is a style of play that produces a lot of wins. Come back with us on the other side. We'll recap the live betting swings from the National Football League in week number five. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your skates with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts this hockey season. The action will start right at Puck Drop on Tuesday night with our Tuesday first goal insurance promotion. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app every Tuesday and place a first goal score or wager on any game. Why should you do that? You should do it because it's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Padres on the board, Wes. Yes. Will it, Myers. It, it's the same game, but at least the Padres do have a fresh run on the board. Will Myers mm-hmm. goes yard. I mean, they were trying to check, I think, to see if that fan interfered. It looked like he did reach over a little bit, but that ball hey, was help him be, out. That ball was going to be gone. Uh, they got to keep some competitiveness here. Uh, five yeah. to one, by the way. Total juice to the over at nine and a half minus a dollar forty-five. Minus four and a half on the run line on uh, Lois Doyers, uh, minus 105, uh, minus 125 if you want to take the four and a half with the Padres. Uh, there we go. Yeah, it's uh, 12 to 1, Padres on the money line, but you know, crazier things have happened. I know, I know. Now, now we're speaking that into existence, that 46 and 1 uh, yeah, you talked about trend, uh, five or more runs where the Dodgers have not had a comeback. And now there you go, uh, Cronenworth uh, with a base hit. So, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Julio Urias may be showing a least slight chink in the armor because uh, we are, we are still, I believe, we're still through the uh, back half of the uh, second uh, time through the mm-hmm. order. So, you know, getting to him early, and that's kind of what you see. You know, third time through the order, then it's like, okay, we got this guy's timing down. But uh, now, all of a sudden, uh, one run already in, and another base runner reaches uh, to your top <clears> of the <throat> fifth. Still a long way to go for the Padres, though. But at least have some some kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. Momentum, I guess, if you want to call it that. Urias is over on his strikeouts. Hits allowed, he's under right now, only three, but that number is sitting at four and a half. Earned runs, uh, one and a half was the number. He's uh, given up one earned run here, and the walks, no walks on the card for Urias, and that was set at one and a half as well. So, so far, a pretty clean outing for Urias, other than the home run given up to Will Myers. Clevenger uh, went under a lot of his props, except for hits allowed, and earned runs there. But outs recorded, strikeouts, walks, mm-hmm. he was able to go under those because it was a, not, a sh- not a long Yeah, it was a, it was, for, it was a short outing, and we kind of thought maybe that it might be uh, for Mike Clevenger. He had a rough uh, – I don't – you know, it depends on how long this series goes, but we're definitely not seeing him again <laughs> in this series, I don't think. Uh, I would be pretty surprised. And if we do see him, 
go right back to the well with these team totals and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff because the Dodgers, like you said, they got his number. Yeah, they definitely have his number. Then right now, with 12 minutes to go in the second period at the Crypto.com Arena, BGK and the LA Kings tied 1-1. Uh, but, Wes, let's take a look at some of the NFL live betting swings that we mm-hmm. saw in week number five because this was another week where we see teams get down, make some comebacks, where we see big plays happen in the fourth quarter, right. swing, win probability. The biggest one was the one that we saw – Last Thursday night with the Colts, mm-hmm. eighteen to one at one point in that game, and we saw many chances yeah. where the Broncos had inside the red zone to put the yes. game away, and there was interceptions and miscommunication and a lack of execution. Colts somehow, some well, way, without a touchdown, win the football. I game wonder if that eighteen to one. I'm guessing that was very late in the game because if you remember, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, Broncos, I believe they got the ball back. Colts punted with like six and a half minutes to go. Yep. And then we finally saw the Broncos kind of start to dash them with the uh, running game. And remember, they got down there. I, they, you know, they were being aggressive with the play call and getting first downs. Colts are taking timeouts. It's third and four, I believe, from the 13. And that's when Russell Wilson threw that interception. Gilmore got him yeah. in the end zone. I wonder if right before that, if that that's, was the point, because they're up, they're they're up nine to six. So it's like, okay, they're just trying to run out the clock. And then the Colts, of course, convert a field goal at the end of regulation. Uh, Padres, by the way, uh, look like they tack another one on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Trace Thompson tried to make a diving catch. It goes by him and. Uh, all the way to the uh, wall. So uh, runner did stop the third, though, Cronenworth, so they did not send him home. So uh, Kim doubles uh, already the first three to reach base for the Padres here. Nobody out. Plus 575 on the money line. Here they come, Wes. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I know. As as, as I kind of said, man, 46 to 1, hard to get in front of that. But the Chiron jinx, man, it never fails when they put that random obscure stat up. It's like, okay, you know something's about to happen here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sports, it's never that easy. It's just like, hey, they always yeah. win in this spot. Yes. Run the other way when you hear stuff like that. Uh, but we'll keep our eye on what's going on at Dodger Stadium right now as Urias has found himself in a little bit of trouble, too. Mm-hmm. On, like Wes mentioned, runner on second and third with no outs here in the top. Pitch count's still not fifth. very high. He's it's not high 68 pitches here, but uh, still nobody out in the top of the fifth. He's been cruising along until he uh, found a little bit of turbulence here in the top of the fifth. Uh, the other game in the NFL, Wes, I thought was really interesting, and it was the early game in London mm-hmm. between the Giants and the Packers. And this was one where you could just kind of see it coming, and it wasn't like there was a big, massive swing Packers get out to the 17-3 to lead. At that point, everyone thinks, okay, early morning, Packers are going to go ahead and do what they right. wanted to do because they're the better team. But then after the Giants had two their first two drives, which were three and outs, they just went down and just methodically were just moving the ball down the field, scoring touchdown after touchdown, a couple of field goals mixed in there. I thought Daniel Jones was pretty good. 14-1, to you mm-hmm. could have gotten the Giants on the money line. I imagine that's when they were down 17-3 in this yes. game here. And it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't anything that was like a flip and turnover that changed the whole win probability. Just kind of after the first two drives, an authentic this, Giants victory. This was a really weird game. Very because weird. The Packers got out early. But when you look at these numbers, you know, you're looking at the uh, passing game. Packers can clearly run the ball. They're third in DVOA mm-hmm. offensively. But it's really the throwing of the football. Uh, in the first half, Aaron Rodgers, I think it was 3.5 air yards per attempt in the first half, but yet he had a 75% completion rate with two touchdowns. 
But then the Packers, I think, you know, because a lot of people have been talking about it, they're trying to force it, you know, down the field and get these young guys up to speed, Romeo Dobbs and and Christian Watson, who were drafted and are, are rookies for Green Bay. But you can kind of see, without Devontae Adams and Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling, the mm. Packers just not yet built to go, to go deep as of yet because the Packers tried to air it out in the second half. So you look... Rodgers did average uh, uh, 12.1 yards per attempt, air yards per attempt, I should say, in the second half, but he only completed 47% of his passes and didn't throw a touchdown. So maybe there's something to be said for it's like right now you kind of got to play that way. Remember when everybody was running the too high shell against the Chiefs? It's Mm -hmm. like you can't force it. Now you got to kind of dink and dump a little bit. Maybe that's what the Packers have to do. And then eventually, you know, open it up as these teams get tired of, you know, getting death by paper cut then maybe you can take shots down the field. But that really, yeah, that really changed the dynamic of the game for Green Bay, who got shut out until that safety where the Giants were, the punter was just trying to run out the clock. But yeah, to get shut out in the second half, you certainly didn't expect that from uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. By the way, season low in terms of total offense for Green Bay, 301 yards, 4.9 yards of play. And and offensively, as much as they had their struggles, I thought defensively they were bad yeah they couldn't stop the giants at all in that second half the giants were getting right. whatever they wanted. didn't get a lot of pressure i know they had two oh. i think they had two sacks on the game but didn't really get a lot of pressure necessarily on daniel jones he got what he wanted 21 to 27 and the defense was supposed to be the calling card entering this season that's why a lot of people were high yeah they're the kind, they're kind of down there in the 20s right now yeah. in dvoa and maybe that's you know hey you just got jair alexander back even though uh you know, he said some things that Aaron Rodgers, you know, kind of wish, <laughs> hey, I wish he wouldn't have said that. So you wonder about mm-hmm. the tension with this team. But this is going to be an interesting week because I, I think we know that underdogs have obviously, and I'm usually on more dogs and favorites, have done very well through the first five weeks. So you, you're wondering when that's going to change. This is already down. I know there's, you got to lay some juice at most spots, but this is already down to seven, their game with the Jets next yeah. week. So I wonder if this is a buy low favorite on Green Bay, as ridiculous as that sounds. I, I think it is. I, I, I'm not. I haven't laid it or anything like that. But I would be laying it before I I'd be it taking it. A hundred. I would never play the Jets. No, no I would never. And, play and, the Jets and you game. know, and I'll give the Jets credit. I thought Zach Wilson played a much better second game back uh, against uh, mm-hmm. Miami. Of course, you know Miami got put in jail early with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah basically losing him on the first play of the game, even though he passed the protocol. They've obviously changed the rules, so they had to go with the rookie, Skylar Thompson. Yeah, I, I think this is a game right now where I'd wait to see if I could tease it, see mm-hmm. if he gets to 7.5 and, and I could do a long teaser, although those, those haven't really been cashing with ease as of late. But, man, development at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, a couple, a couple sack couple flies runs. here uh, for those guys. You know, you, you want the outs, but – you don't want the runs to come in, so Grisham actually, uh, that was a ground out, not a sack fly, scored mm-hmm. Cronenworth. Nola with a deep fly ball uh, scores Kim, who slides in, and all of a sudden, 5-3 uh, to three here for the Padres. Mm-hmm. Nobody on, two outs here in the top of the fifth. Live total has skyrocketed now to 11.5, juice toward the over at minus 130. On the money line, Padres plus 550. Yes. You, you think they could Don't call it up? a comeback? Hey, they might have been here for years. Yes. I mean, this 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 is something. Something's brewing at Dodger Stadium. Uh, we counted out these Padres. We said, hey, maybe Melvin will punt on the game and just keep guys fresh for game two. Maybe we uh, we get an authentic game out here in mm-hmm. game one of the NLDS. It's an a- NL West rivalry between the Padres and the Dodgers, and it's uh, shaping up to be a pretty good one over there at Dodger Stadium. But we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we'll wrap up the show. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Live bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action, Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 plus only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details, and always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight, final segment. Femi Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds coming up at the top of the hour. The Greg Peterson experience with our buddy Greg Peterson as he will take you home with this Padres and Dodgers game that has gotten rather interesting mm-hmm. here. 
in the bottom of the fifth. Right now, one out. Dodgers leading this one by two. They had the 5 nothing lead. Now it's down to 5-3. Dodgers, though, still minus 790 on the money line. Padres plus 520. Total, though, 11.5. Now juice toward the under at minus 120. Yeah, so, uh, uh, by the way, Johnson uh, now in for the uh, San Diego Padres. That is uh, Pierce Johnson. So, another righty coming up here, bottom of the fifth. Uh, you know, just kind of trying to stay within it. It's really been the bottom of the order that's done the damage. Uh, so far, Profar, the leadoff man, 0 of 3. Soto, 0 of 2. Machado, 0 of 2. Drury, 0 of 2. Will Myers got it started with the home run, but... Uh, Five through nine, four of those guys, those five have hits already for the San Diego Padres. So, you know, all of a sudden, at least kind of back in the game, Julio Urias, by the way, only at 79 pitches, Mm -hmm. but had kind of a rough inning. So I wonder if Dave Roberts elects to go to to that bullpen early. uh, And and as a matter of fact, I mean, even though he's only at 79 pitches, it's like you can cut an outing short as uh, Johnson going to get the first two outs of the inning here. And over on the ice in L.A., the Kings and the Golden Knights are tied at one. The total, though, Wes, is down to five. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of time has passed by as there's under five minutes to go here in the second period. But five is our total. Juice toward the over at minus 120. Golden Knights now the live favorite, minus 135. Kings plus 105 here. Is it a little late now to get in on the on the total on the over? It, it, it might be. Uh, uh, I mean, I certainly at least lean that way. But, you know, look, can this end at 2-2 and you at least get a push? And that's sometimes on that even number of five. And that's why you don't see those. It used to be several years, just a few years ago, you would see a bunch of fives. Now, I don't see anything at five and a half even tomorrow. They're all sixes. So, you know, there have been more overs than unders. This was a very high-scoring season. I know uh, Andy McNeil in the uh, in the betting guide uh, wrote something about that. You know how you're starting to see. You know you've been seeing more goals in terms of uh, you know how this is played. Teams are playing different. This is not the old uh, mid '90s New Jersey Devils neutral zone trap where it seemed like every game was two to one or three to one. So. Yeah, the score the scoring has been up here, and then the, you know the totals adjusted. I think, uh, and Andy actually broke this down in his column. I think uh, favorites, by the way, won sixty four percent of the games last season in the National Hockey League, and you know maybe that makes sense because you're seeing more analytics be used, certainly mm-hmm. in terms of how you put a roster together, in terms of how you allocate the ice time. So you know that has been that has been happening. So. Andy writes up a lot of these trends and stuff, you know, to talk to, you know, why scoring has been up and why so many favorites are, are, are winning and why, you know, there there are so many just like bad teams where the bad teams are just really, really bad. Because even, even the bad teams at least could be somewhat competitive several years ago in the NHL, and you just don't see that right now. Yeah. If, like you said, it feels like the, the, the good are getting better and the, yeah. the bad are getting worse, yes. unfortunately. But, you know, that's hockey, I guess. And it feels like that's a lot of sports to where that's becoming a trend. Mm-hmm. A lot of these sports, like Major League Baseball as well. Because, I mean, and I think yeah. part of it is because more betting. Look, betters like to root for points, they don't like to go against human achievement. The way I go against human achievement is playing more unders. But, you know, that that's what they like. They want points, and with all fantasy and the daily fantasy and now sports betting, mm-hmm. you know, being coming legal in more jurisdictions, they want to increase the points because they feel that increases the ratings. Maybe I'm, I'm an old fogey, uh, you know, in the minority <laughs> here, but 
I like some lower scoring games. We were talking about this for baseball during the break. It's like, I like 2-1 games. Yeah. I like the fact that like you're on the edge of your seat for every single pitch. Yeah. Just you need resistance. Yes. You need resistance. Like, like too much of anything is bad. Like if it's absolutely no scoring, like like we're talking about with the 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 beat you up basketball, the mm-hmm. Pacers and Knicks. You don't want the NBA Finals to have a game that's like seventy two to sixty nine. Yes, but you also don't want one thirty two to to one twenty seven. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need some resistance in and one hundred percent because you want the scoring to actually feel like it's meaningful and the defense to look like they're doing some good stuff as well. You don't want it to be too lopsided. Uh, but right now, the Dodgers minus seven fifty. We're going to the sixth. Padres five to one. Juan Soto, I believe, is up leading off here. In the top of the six, is this the kind of the last chance to get in on the on the Padres at a big, big price here? Yeah, it, it might be here because you got two, three, four Soto, Machado, and Drury. See if uh, now the third time through the order for mm-hmm. Julio Urias, assuming Julio Urias is sent back out there, seventy nine pitches, but you know, finally started to show a chink in the armor against the bottom half of the order in the last inning. Well, we'll table that for now as we. Uh, are sitting in a commercial break in that game, and we're still 1-1 with between VGK and LA. Let's get back to the NFL here, Wes, as we're talking about some of these Week 5 live betting swings that we saw. The Houston Texans, who broke my heart in Survivor, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I had the Jacksonville Jaguars. Texans, at one point in the game, were plus 430, and God, it felt like Jacksonville was such the better team. And you look at the box score, and it shows that Jacksonville was the better team. Right. But they made too many mistakes. Uh, the Trayvon Walker unnecessary roughness penalty on a third and twenty was absolutely egregious. But at one point we were able to get Houston at plus four thirty, and I'm sure that was at some point in the fourth quarter when maybe Jacksonville had the ball and it was still tied up there. Mm-hmm. When you see a young team like Jacksonville in a, in a favorite spot where they're not used to being, maybe look to some live angles yeah. here with the team. That's no, just no, I, I, I think you're right. Having and, that, expectations. and that's why I ended up, uh, not that I disagreed with people selecting them in Jacksonville and survivor, but that's why I took seven with Houston. It's just because mm-hmm. this isn't a role that a team is used to. And oftentimes that first time out when a team's not used to being a favorite, you know, when they've been the plucky underdog, now all of a sudden they're getting praise. It's like, that's where you face plant. That's where, you know, you, you fall on your face a little bit. And that's really what Houston did. I wonder I'm guessing that point was when Houston was fourth and one at the 38, about 12 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. They tried to run Robinson up the middle, and they got stuffed, and then they exchanged punts, and then Houston, of course, uh, scored that touchdown. And you're absolutely right, looking back at the box score, they scored with about three minutes left to go. Pierce ran it in on a one-yard run. Houston Texans, this is a team that plays hard. And I mentioned that in my write-up in the Pro Football Betting Guide covering the AFC South, that... This team's going to play hard every week for Lovey Smith, but they just they don't have a lot of talent. They're talent mm-hmm. deficient at a lot of positions. Only had uh, uh, 248 yards, 4.4 play Jacksonville. Uh, not quite doubling them, but 422, 5.8 yards a play. But like you said, the turnovers were the great equalizers. It was Davis Mills that kind of stayed within himself and not Trevor Lawrence, I believe. Was that in the second half where Trevor Lawrence threw that one to Stingley? Unfortunately. And Stingley was just like sitting on it? Yep. Yeah, it was 6-6. Six to six. It was uh, uh, at the early third quarter. I think it was the first mm-hmm. drive out of the half. Jacksonville drives it right down the field, and Stingley just uh, waiting on him and uh, certainly got Trevor Lawrence to turn the ball over. So uh, Houston gets that 13-6 to six win, and all of a sudden – my common refrain, 
it's the AFC South, and that's exactly what it is because now Tennessee is almost like, oh, they're unstoppable because they won three in a row. They've been out yarded combined the last two weeks by almost like 270 yards, the Colts and the Commanders respectively, but Tennessee somehow found a way to get two wins, so this division is still wide open. Yeah, yeah the Tennessee was 4-1 to at one point. I'd have guessed that's maybe when yeah. the Commanders were driving down the field. Yeah, and then, and then Wentz throws the interception at the end. Classic Wentz. Uh, my teasers got there, but my, uh, my, my straight bet did not get yeah. there on the Commanders. I thought, it okay, they've hung. Yeah, because if you look, even though they were never in the lead, Femi, hardly during the game, they were the better side. 100%. You could tell, I mean, just the way Tennessee – 3.9 yards of play on the road, and you win. Uh, it, it just disgusting. And you cover as a road favorite with 3.9 yards of play. That's almost impossible. It's, it disgusts me. Yes, yeah, that that was the one that really bothered me. Like, yep. there was another one I had. I, I did have the Rams laying the points that I felt confident about during the week, and I knew right away, okay, this is dead side. Yeah. Like, I knew it at least right away, but Washington, I'm just like, Okay, this is your game for the taking. What are we doing here? How about the Chargers plus three ten, which might have been after the incomplete when, when, pass when, on the floor. When, when Brandon Staley went for it, and look, uh, I'm a defender of Staley, and uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, now, when I talk about like analytics, that doesn't mean it's always going to work out for you. It just gives you a better chance. That doesn't mean I agree mm-hmm. with every decision. Did you agree with that? Decision? No, I did yeah. not. I thought it was not, not, not at midfield. I know your defense had given up 28 points, but not at that point. Yeah, yeah I, I would have punted it away and uh, made Jacoby Brissett go down there and beat me. Should have cost him the game, but. Football but, gods yeah, were shining York, down but, but on him. But York missed that 54-yarder at the end. The football gods were shining down on him, even though he wanted to cost his team the game. But that does it for us here on a Tuesday night for Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe for Aaron Osar, our producer, and the entire crew behind the glass here at Circle. Wishing you all the best of luck. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Check out the new betting splits feature on VEASAN.com before you place your next bet. Every day we post the latest splits with the percentage of bets and money on teams and total for each game. Track which teams are seeing the most tickets written and if the public action matches the money coming in on matches the money coming in on matches the money coming in on matches the money. Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.